It's hump day in Music City. Welcome in Don Davenport alongside. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. 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 Oh, baby. Get me going. Yeah. Uh, Doherty, the mayor, is not here. Joe Hunk's behind the glass for us, though, so you get three of our uh, quad squad here today. Mm-hmm. Um, mayor is uh, heading to Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yes, because his son is playing in the state tournament, so obviously those state tournament games start tomorrow. want to say good luck and congratulations to all of our local teams that are play- actually all of the teams yeah, all, all across of the, the teams. state i mean because a lot of them are kind of local schools too though yeah east nashville's metro school is still in it summit yep um page yeah page page how about page um, man 56 to 52 is what they want to get to go to the state championship and we're down so yeah nice comeback there cpa and lipscomb, lipscomb? yeah NBA, NBA is Thursday night. Yeah, Macaulay. Yep. So it's a. And Babs, uh, you work in Oakland. Game? Yes. Yep. Yes. I'm, Oakland versus Summit. Yes. That I'm telling you, I'm working the sidelines for that game. That's powerhouse on powerhouse. That yeah. is the amount of players on both of these rosters going to SEC schools and, and big time yep. college football programs. Yep. I mean, you've got, you know, Oakland running back heading to Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's. Yep. What, what did the summit coach tell me? He said, I mean, that's basically like running back you, right? Yes, if you're a Georgia running back, yep. <laughs> you're legit. Yes, indeed. Um, and then you've got the Wade twins that are going to Kentucky yep. and yep. Mark Stoops doing some work recruiting there. huh? Mm-hmm. Wide receiver at Oakland, Isaiah Horton committed to Miami. So Yes, that'll be interesting. He just lost his offensive coordinator, Rhett Lashley, yes. now the head coach at SMU. Could be interesting. Yes. What's going to happen? A lot of flipping. I'm expecting a lot of flipping. Transfer portal is about to be lit. Yes, it is. It's Isn't a party. That's, that's the word. It's, lit. A it's already it's lit. A party. It's already it's lit. already lit. I think 800 different players went into the transfer portal yesterday. That is just and, oh, well, Now, wait a minute. Now, isn't it with like 2,000 already in there? Yes. Yeah, but it was it was give or take, you thought, because they had gone in. At the beginning of the season, there were two th- almost 2,000 total athletes in the transfer portal. That's crazy. At the beginning of the season. Because remember when we were at SEC Media Days, yeah, we were talking sure. about that. Because here's the deal. There's not enough spots for everybody. Mm-mm. There's not That's enough exactly places right. on teams to transfer to, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And we, I mean, this is obviously, this is a conversation for a later time. But it is affecting high school kids, too. It's affecting recruiting. We talked about how COVID affected a lot of the the high school kids. Yep. and. Uh, their ability to get scholarships, especially at some of the smaller, you know, universities and right. all of that. And, and that certainly affected their ability to be seen and all of that with COVID. Yeah. But guess what? This transfer portal, all of this, there are college coaches are not giving out as many scholarships as they used to because right. they have to keep them open to see who ends up in the transfer portal and who can help their team now. Yeah. And any college coach that isn't doing that is behind the eight ball. Like, you have to do it. You have it's, no choice. It's yet again a, a change in the college football landscape, right? Yeah. So that's affecting kids who are kind of on the borderline there of of scholarships. Yes, and that's tough. It trickles. It, like, it, it's, it's so ugly, man, because a lot of people also are getting fooled in the transfer portal because there's a lot of guys that's jumping in there that – just expect the grass to be greener and may have had a lot of stars coming out of high school 
went to the university and then tran- jumped in the transfer portal and still carrying those stars, but are not are not carrying any production to the next place. And the coach is thinking, hey, man, we can't miss out on them. Because one thing for sure, you can find gems anywhere. So you got to be you, you got to be on your game, man. Don't get tricked either, coaches. Like, don't pass up the for sure thing for the what could be thing. If that makes any sense. But is anything a for sure thing? No, this, this is true. Yeah, this guess is what's true. not a for sure thing that your coach is going to stay, even if you're a you know possible college football playoff team. Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean your coach is necessarily going to stay. And who loses in that battle? The players. Without question. So here's the deal. We've got a packed show today. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're we're going to hit that um, in our, what, 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock hour, too. But just mm-hmm. talk about the, the latest college football playoff rankings. Notre Dame fell to 6. Oklahoma State moves to 5. And uh, there's, uh, you know, the, the talk is, oh, okay, well, that has nothing to do with the fact that Brian Kelly is not the head coach at Notre Dame anymore. But... When the committee was asked about it, they did say that that could play into coaching changes and a team not having their head coach that they've had all season could play into decisions that the committee makes in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Now, and that's bonk. Every bit of it. Because it's only one person that loses. And that's the kids. They did all of the work to get there. Not all of it. I mean... Majority no, but of I know the, what you're saying. Yeah, majority of the work to get there, you know, of course, with the coaches. But as expected, you go into it thinking if you're in a playoff, you're intact walking into it. No, nobody's expecting the number six team in the nation's coach to vote. That's the other thing. Like, this is unprecedented territory. On, yeah, like, yep. The fact that Lincoln Riley bolted from Oklahoma to go to USC. The fact that after 12 years – of Brian Kelly at Notre Dame where he took that program from in a bad place and turned it into what it is that he would even consider Mm -hmm. leaving there when they're right there on the cusp of, you know, the college football playoff again. Yeah. And, and if they make it would be there for what their third time in four years, Mm -hmm. like the the thought that you could even ever, ever fathom that he would leave that program and, and that, job is unbelievable so it's kind of unprecedented territory but we'll talk about that coming up in the four o'clock hour is that fair um also going to jump into what you're doing for this Mm. bye week it's titans bye week we were talking we're like wait we're not like scouring for injury reports we're not uh you know prepping the next opponent and and pulling stats and all that it's It was much needed, but it's been a really long time since we've had a week without mm-hmm. <laughs> without a Titans football game. So what are you doing? Obviously, college football, not as heavy of a slate, but certainly some good games this weekend. We'll hit on that uh, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got Todd Furman. He'll get you ready for whatever you need betting-wise. Oh, yeah. I can't um, wait to talk to him. Preds with a big win last night. How about Philip Forsberg? <sighs> Welcome back, bud. Fire! Fire, yes. fire, fire, fire! Forsberg? I mean, you might have won some money on that, right? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pritz. Yes. Way to come through for you, boy. We'll check in with Todd Furman. That's at about 4.30 today. Austin Huff, he will provide us his rant at about 3.45, which, by the way, he is uh, about to be a dad. I'm yeah. going to say his wife is due any day now. 
Do, can we give the gender? Uh, we better not, because I don't know. <laughs> does he pull a Carson Wentz, and if he's working, does he just say, hey, you got to have it without me? I'll be there. <laughs> okay, yeah. but that was the third Yeah, child. Carson yeah. already had a couple, right? so it's a little yeah. different. He better there, be, though. There ain't no way you can do that with no. the first. Uh-uh. Um, I, I didn't miss I, didn't I was going to ask you, yeah. when was Lil Ron born? So he was born... He, Burn. He was burned. He was born. He was born. That's that country <laughs> that accent is. creeping in. <laughs> so I try to put it out every 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 time I can. I, I try to keep it out. But he was born in the in the heart of the preseason um, for me playing overseas. So I put it in. I didn't put it in my contract, but I had a conversation with the coach before I left and went over. It was like, hey man, my son's supposed to be born in October, dog. I know we getting cranked up and it's gonna be going, but listen. Either y'all can get me over there now, and I can use one of my flights to come back home, or I can just wait till he's born, and then I'll come after. Good thing is I had a good relationship with this coach. You know what I'm saying? And he yeah. let me he let me go on to stay. And then, but I, as soon as so, what days, did you do? Did you stay home until I stayed he home was born? And stayed home, and I had I had to leave a day after. But I remind mind you though, you had to leave a day after he was born. Yep. I, but oh remember, I always gosh. told you I went overseas out of shape. Yes. So that was the thing. He was, and this is a coach I had before. He knows I'm coming over, 25 pounds heavy. Oh, jeez. Y'all just better, better get it up off of me. Was he like, listen, bud? That's you a, better come back. That's his whole thing. That, that was the sale. <laughs> that was the sale. He was like, man, you gotta, you gotta come in some shape, man. You have to. I was like, all right, I'll be about 50. percent So I went over about 15 pounds heavier instead <laughs> of 25. Is, instead of 25, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is cool. But it, man, I thank him, Pila, Stefano Pila Strini, my coach, man, Coach Pila. That's my guy. So, yeah. So you did not miss the birth. There you go. No, man. I I was there. Woo, you can't miss the first one. No. You can't. Like, it's no way. (laughs) Poor poor third child. I was singing a song and everything when he was coming out. (laughs) I was was telling her, you got to push. You got to push it till you get it right. Push. Oh, my God. I, I bet Chris wanted to punch you in your face. I got it on camera. It's far less embarrassing than mine. I was taking pictures. Oh, no. Ooh, that was, oh, I was taking pictures. Oh, yeah. I see how people fall out. No, I didn't think I wanted to see it, and then when I and then I couldn't stop watching. No, I stopped. Heck no. I don't even want to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> I got pictures. I'll show you guys during the break. No, I'll show them during the break. I don't see no pictures. We family. No, it's good. No, we ain't that. Yeah, close. yeah, no, no, no. They're no, good. No, I, this is. So for those that don't know, I recently had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say recently. It's 17 months or 16 months. Is that recently? That's right around the corner. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So like this whole birth stuff y'all are talking about is like making me break out in hives because (laughs) I can. Oh, like we got to the hospital. So I'm an older mom. So, you know, they Mm -hmm. they geriatric pregnancy. That's bunk, too. But anyway. With Adrian so, Peterson. Yes, me and Adrian. Uh, so they schedule your, you know, to induce you because they don't want the baby to, to hang out too long in an old mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the nice way to put it. And <laughs> so, like, we go in 6 a.m., you know, is our, our call time, basically. Yeah. And uh, we're in the elevator to, like, go up to check in. And I look at my husband and I was like, oh, my gosh. There's no way I can get out of this now. There is nothing I can do to get out of like giving birth. I'm done. I'm screwed. Like, and I panicked. And he was like, "Really?" 
You're just now realizing do. this. Yeah, this is what you're like you're now? just realizing. Nope, Took there's no months. turning back. No, okay, sub nobody in nope, for you, but no. I'm just gonna call tag your partner in. No, you come on. Yeah, you, you can't. Come on. You can't be like the Titans and head on IR. It doesn't work that way, Davenport. So yeah. Anyway, all right. Um, Coach Max, speaking of subbing in for us, Coach Mac is going to join us right after this break. Talk some Titans. Talk some bye week. We're going to talk some college football coaching changes too. By the way, if you were listening last week, basically Coach Mac broke news for you and told you who the new TCU coach was going to be. But uh-huh. <laughs> Man, what a... Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, That's it's... coming up after the break. <laughs> Stick around. This is 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Show just got better because not only is it Coach Mac time, but it's Coach Mac in studio time, which makes it even better. Hi, Coach. I'm so excited to be here in studio with you. I like Creedence on there, too, Joe Hunk. Nice job. He did it for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be in here with you. I just got through recording Coach to Coach with Doug Matthews. He had to do it today uh, instead of Thursday because his grandson's playing in the state championship game down in – uh, Chattanooga. There you so go. We, we, we did that today, and then I it timed out perfectly. I said, let's do it at 2 o'clock so I can go in there with Don and Ron in person. Perfect. I'm so happy to be here. Perfect. We are happy you are here. What would you all talk about on Coach to Coach with uh, waiting for bowl schedules and all of that? Tennessee we obviously talk, off. We talked. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I did. Yeah. We're going to talk about – we talked about <laughs> last week. Van, you know, we always do – we always do – uh, lessons on the games, you know, when they play it. So we talked about, you know, all the lessons, both offense, defense, plus minuses, with with Vandy and, and Tennessee. And then 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 we we went through rivalry weekend. We we diagnosed and broke down all of those games. And then we had a little bit of a little bit of a look ahead. We talked about the coaching changes, which is a big deal, uh, clearly in what's going on in the landscape of collegiate football. And this really, uh, Don and Ron, mm-hmm. this will affect NFL salaries too. This will affect NFL oh. salaries. This absolutely will. Because like this Brian Kelly LSU contract, you think is going to? Not only bleed? that, not only that one, but with the rest of them, you, you realize that that Nick Saban has in his contract escalators depending on the top five in the country. Yeah, as to, and he's and, at and, nine mil a year. Yeah, right well, now. it's going up, and 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 so all of all of this, this will this will affect everything that's going on salary wise for coaches. You know, in, in all of football, it, it really will until it reaches you know, a saturation point. And with the new television deal that's coming in, you know, once these uh, conferences are realigned, the saturation point is not going to be reached for quite a while. Wow. wow. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like, wow. like Brian Kelly talking about the fairy godmother coming out with what? 250 million. Right. Yeah. Said. Well, yeah. he ain't far off. No, he no, no he's not. And and look, let's talk about Brian Kelly just for a squint it here. That's 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 longer than that's long less than a minute longer than a second. Squint it. Let's let's talk. We'll write that one down. Right there, coach. Let, that's West down. Texas there. Yeah, I'll be there and I'll squint it. The Brian Kelly had just about reached a tipping point at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as I mean, he's been to the playoffs. You know, can I win a national championship? Can I get the type of players in there on a consistent basis that I need to do it? I'm not. I'm not in a conference. This came at a perfect time for him. Yeah. So. You know, you know, you, you everybody has the angst about well, you know, you're you're abandoning the kids, and and you know what? At one time, that that was a valid argument. You know, guess what? Kids can leave now too. Yeah. Whenever they want yeah. to. So yeah. yeah. So coaches aren't allowed to complain about it yeah. anymore. It, you know, they have free reign as well. So sure. it goes both ways. It does. And how murky does it? How murky does that water get now, though? When it comes on the recruiting trail, because I I thought when I was coming up now, this was 
prehistoric times, but and we're gonna get to Titans talk. But now, at that time, coaches could sell you a castle in the sky. You know what I'm saying? And once you go and you sign that dotted line, you kind of stuck with it, stuck with the university, and hopefully the coach mm-hmm. that you signed right. with. Right now, you go into it like, what do you sell as a coach? What do you sell? The development of a player? Like what? I, I don't know. What do you sell? Well, here's what you university? sell: university. You sell that you're staying. And you mm-hmm. sell that you're, you know, just like Josh Heupel. You know, Josh Heupel's name's come up because of the Oklahoma thing. Right. Well, th- this to me is a huge recruiting boon for him in this. He says, no, I'm not, and he can sell that. Yeah. Look, I've started something here. This is, you know, this is, yeah. this is where I'm going to be. When I signed my scholarship coming out of high school, which was before you did, right. it, you, you signed for four years. Yeah. I had a four years. Now, it was cool because you had yeah. a four-year guaranteed full ride. Yep. I signed it, you know, with my mother at my kitchen table. Four years full ride to Texas Christian University. Everything paid for. Yeah. All right? Now you start signing one-year scholarships. Now you can leave. It, it, the landscape has changed, but you've got, to, you've got to change and adapt with the landscape. Mm. Speaking of. I can't uh, wait to get in that conversation a little later, too. Yeah. I might call you on the phone for that. We'll, hit, we'll hit that in the 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> Speaking of uh, coaching changes, you basically uh, – Told us broke the news last week. Don, um, can I say this? Can I say this? First of all, first of all, I'm I'm always way in on always helping you. Whatever. I knew you were going down there to do the game. I wanted to give you the chance to break it. Now I knew professionally you couldn't, but I could, and so I did. Yes, yes. And so I knew. I knew Sunny, because I, I'm, I'm dialed into the frogs just a little bit, and so yeah. I absolutely knew what was going on. You know, in fact, I paid for the helicopter that they brought in to, to introduce him there into, into Amon G. Carter Stadium. Man, and so, that is unbelievable. That blew my mind right there. That blew my mind right there. If you I'm missed you. it, by the way, hey, both go of, Google bo- it. Both of you right here. I know we're not – I'm not on TV, but frogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you are on TV. Hey, okay, you frogs. Are on, on TV. Frogs. Show, this in, show this in Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, He's man. giving you the, uh, the, the TCU hand sign there. So, yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> it, it's crazy, though, just – coaches leaving but coaching their last game players knowing they're gone but mm-hmm. not really knowing they're gone it's just insane and by the way if you missed the tcu introduction it was fireworks it was helicopter landing on the 50 yard line the cool thing about it was it was, it was at awesome. night yeah with yeah. the purple lights oh. and then they did it at night and then he fired off and then, then he fired off the you know the, the tcu siren it, it was it was the frogs did it right yeah. yes they did which, which they and they got often. a good and they got a good coach yes mm. It'll be, uh, and I can't wait for that SMU game next year. I'm not going to lie, because there's going to be a lot of hate there. There already is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, there there, there was, when I was playing, we used to play them every year when we played at, we played Amy G. Carter, of course, we played at home, and when we played them, we played in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah. That's like old school. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's shift gears. Shall we talk Titans? First of all, what are you doing on your bye week? Hanging out with us? You don't have, you you don't no, you're I, not in Cabo or something, Coach. No, no, no. I have I, 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 I've I've been asked to go out to L.A. and do the you know the national game with Jaguars and the Rams. Are you doing it? Uh, probably not. Uh, I've got it in my phone. I've got a round trip ticket to out there, and I have until uh, tomorrow morning to make a decision. But probably not. But it, it's nice to be asked. Yeah. I've, I've made right. that I've made that trip already once this year. Yeah. Uh, and, and and regardless of how you fly out there, which they're being very generous with me, but it's four and a half out, four and a half back. Any way you want to cut it, Coach. It's Mack. four and a half out, four Any and a half back. And uh, I would like to I would like to do it, you know, because first of all, you know, I, I like Sports USA. I like Larry Kahn. He's great. But also, you know, I'd like to get a, a, a firsthand look at the 
Jacksonville team. Right. But even before we play them. That's who the Titans play. But I'm I'm, I'm weighing that. I'm weighing that. But other than that, no. I've had obligations here that I have to get done. Uh, I got one more after we do this. Yeah. And then uh, I'm taking some people to dinner tonight. And that's basically what I've got in store for right now. It's going to be a good dinner, too, Coach Matt. Have you ever seen an NFL team need a bye week like this Titans team? It's incredible. That's why I sent you guys that graph, you know, and I was mm-hmm. just sent that graph as far as about, you know, it's easy to, not easy, but it, it, when you talk about it, sometimes it, get, it gets lost in the ether of it about how much they have worked through with players. I mean, you can say they've set a record, 86 players. That really doesn't register right. with anybody, you know, with five games left. The record for 16 games was 84 but when you start looking at a graph compared to everybody else in the league, they've only had 13 players play every game. Yeah. And that is so far behind everybody. And the fact that they've been able to still stay uh, ahead of the pack at, at eight and four. Now, you're gonna have, it's going to be a five-week season now, guys, after yeah. this bye week. Yeah. You've got to get some of your dudes back. That's just what has to happen. You have to get some of your dudes back. Now, regardless of who you're playing with, and let's put this out there because I'm always I'm always honest on air, and I'll be honest here. And Mike Vrabel's honest with his team. Regardless of who you have playing, you can't turn the ball over. Right. You, you can't turn it over because, you know, it gives you no chance, you know, in the National Football League as tight as things are. And then when you're, when you're up against a tipping point roster-wise, you, you can't do that. So you've still got to be able to, to, to play smart football. I thought they had a great plan going into New England, running the ball like they did, and they wanted to take it. Look, both of those running backs – the highest amount of yardage either one of those running backs had run for us in their careers to that point was 35 yards a game. Oh, my God. 35 yards a game. Mm-hmm. And so they, they had, a, they had a, a really a good game plan, a really a good game plan. They were Make taking it into – Jones beat you. Yes. And, 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 the ball. But, but take it into guy. the fourth quarter yeah. and then be able to, 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 to chew clock. and then But uh, two things that betrayed them, turnovers, and then you got to score touchdowns when you get in the red zone. Against New England, you have to score touchdowns when you get into the red zone. And especially so, there. Like, especially there. Yeah. And that's a good point, Ron. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's – look, that's gone now. You've got to look ahead. You need to get some of your dudes back, and now you're into a five-week season. So the the stat that Coach Mack is talking about, by the way, we're looking at the graph. We'll, we'll put it out. Um, I'm not sure if Anthony Reinhard was the one who put this out originally, but the Titans yeah. have had only 13 different players suit up for each of their 12 games this season, and here's where it gets you. That's five fewer players than any other team. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, L.A., Miami have all had 30 or more players who have been active in all of their games. Think about that. I mean, think about that. And when you start talking about the National Football League, there's a finite number of players that can play in the National Football League. We all know that. And so if you're originally on a National Football League team to start with, you are the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as it goes down the line and you start digging deeper and deeper into what you have to do, what John Robinson and his group have had to do and the coaches have had to do, new players, new players, new players. If we did not have this this new system as far as being able to elevate 16 off of the practice squad and, and, yeah. and not expose them to waivers mm-hmm. once they were, there was no way that you could have kept up with this type of attrition, you know, this year. And it's getting it. it look, it, it's just honesty that that's that's hard to do. But at the end of the day, guys. It's professional football, and you have to do what? Win. You got to win. W-I-N. And so, as I say, they're going into a five-game stretch that is a series of five one-week seasons. They've got to get it done. And, Coach Mack, let yeah. me – if we dive into it deeper, which we do, we will just a little bit, but later on in the, in the show we will we'll, – me and Donna get into it more. But what you hear, the guy's missing. Like, people may look at it and say, man, okay, 
this guy's missing, but who are the guys? Looking at it, it's guys like David Long, who's played eight games. That's your leading tackler. That's your leading tackler. Your fourth leading tackler, Jayon Brown, who's played nine, no, seven games. That's, that's it. We just got him back. A.J. Brown is your leading receiver, played 10 games. You're missing him. Julio Jones is your second leading receiver, six games. Like, he's only played six games. So when you talk about coming back out of this bye week and getting your dudes back, that really means something. Like, you you can get out there, and like you said, this next guy up, you can patch it up. But at some point, especially at this point in the season, the war of attrition kicks in, and you got to be able to go out there and compete with the guys that you know can go out there and deliver. No, absolutely not. Not a knock to anybody else, but no, no. I mean, it's no disrespect to who's playing. They're mm-hmm. they're doing everything they can, but I mean, they're it, it reaches it 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 reached a tipping point, right? You know, numbers wise, and you still have got to make it work. And that's why I say, you know, I get to watch them practice every day. I saw the plan that they had going in New England, and I, it was exactly the right one. But you cannot factor in, and you shouldn't factor in the turnovers yeah. because that can't happen. There's turnovers are what happen to an offense because mm-hmm. you've got the ball and you're turning it over to the defense. Takeaways are what happened on, on defense. They took the ball away from us. Mm-hmm. They punched two two footballs out, and then they got a tip in the end zone you know, for the other one. Now, the fourth one didn't matter. Game, it was game, set, match by the time the fourth one came on. Right. The five, you know, the previous week against Houston, really hurt. I mean, yeah. those are big numbers. Those are huge. Those are, those are huge yeah. numbers. To, 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 those would be huge numbers to overcome if you had everybody playing. Yeah. Right. But and again, and what what have the what has the Titans' offense been missing since the dudes have been gone? It's the downfield explosive plays. Yeah, because you've got to have explosive plays in the National Football League because it's just hard with twelve possessions. No matter how many you have, we all watch it. Everybody watches. All our listeners watch TV. They watch the NFL. You've got to have explosive plays sometime because defenses defenses are too talented. Yeah, you know, regardless of whether you're the number one ranked defense or the number thirty second. To, to make sustained 75, 80-yard drives for 12 possessions, you need explosive plays. Well, when you lose your dudes, you lose your explosive plays. And, and we had a huge advantage when Derrick Henry was a running back because you not only had it, you know, most explosive plays come through the air, right? Mm-hmm. But we had a dude that could go explosive, yeah. handed it to him. Yeah. You're missing all of that now. Yeah. So all of that being said, those are just the facts. And here's another fact. you got to win a game. Yeah. The next game you have to win. And so that's just it. And that's the way Mike Vrabel's looking at it. That's the way this football team's looking at it. And that's just the honesty of it. So we talk about missing the dudes and all that. And we'll get into the back half of the schedule here in a second. But it, you talk about the effect that has on Ryan Tannehill because his comfort blankets, his, you know, uh, who he has chemistry with, rhythm, all of that. It's gone. Right. But. With what you have seen out of Ryan Tannehill the last couple of weeks, because this is a popular discussion on our show, I say those around him affect has affected him, right? That's that's where he maybe looks like he is a little uncertain or makes bad decisions because that chemistry's gone, that trust in his receivers. They're they're all gone. But what have you seen from what he's done? and the struggles that he's had lately as opposed to what we saw kind of beginning, middle of the season, Ryan Tanner. Don, I think it's legitimate. I think it's a combination of both. Okay. First, it's a combination of both. You can break down each turnover, and we're talking about interceptions when we're talking about a quarterback. Right. You know, he's had a couple slapped out of his hands when, he's, mm-hmm. when, when the rush has got to him, you know, when, when they've come from which behind. Which has happened. Which has happened. Which is that, and that, and that, and that part, too, that might, not, that might be separate. People not separating quick enough downfield and having to hold on to it to take longer. 
you know, the offensive lineman having to block a, a tick longer or, or the, the, the cylinder collapsing either from interiorly or exteriorly on him. But to me, the, the thing, when you look at it, each one of them is separate and different, but they all have those elements in it. Some of it has an element of, of the timing is not there. Some of it have an element in quite not, not quite reading the same thing with the defense as to where the ball's thrown and to where the receiver is. Some of it are bad. Some of it, I think, especially in the, in the Houston game, some of it was pressing at the end trying to make something happen. And when you start pressing it, you know, trying to make something happen, well then, and here's the other thing too. And a lot of, a lot of times all of those things had a, have, have a, a proclivity to manifest themselves more and more. The more you start, you start trying to, to double up, to catch up. You, you, does that make sense? Yep. You know, it's just like kind of yep. sitting at that blackjack table and you, you, you lose a few and you say, you know what, I'll just double this bet right because I'll yeah. win this one or I'll just triple this bet and win this one. I mean, it, uh, yeah, and it does. <laughs> and so anyway, I think they, all of them, and, and, and Ryan Tannehill has stepped up to the podium every time and said, it's all on me mm-hmm. right. because that's what you do as, as the leader. But the truth of the matter is it's not all on him. But it still affects everybody, and every, everybody has a hand in it. Right. What you got to do is get it eliminated. Now, the turnovers with the running backs, that's just ball security. Yeah. That yeah. is ball security, which they work on every day. I watch practice every day. And so, as I say, and, and the quarterback quarterbacks are always going to get, what have I been doing this, 35 years for me in this league? Quarterback always gets all of the praise and all of the money mm-hmm. when things are going right. And when things go wrong, gets all of everything dumped on him, but that's just the life you live. It's like being a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. When everything's good, you spread the wealth to everybody. Yeah. When things are bad, you take it all on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's just the world you live in. And we got we got a break. We got to get out of here, Coach Mike. But I was just want to know, what do you tell your players as a coach right now about this bye week? How do you recharge? Get away from the game, like stay a little locked in, or what? Here's what he's done. I mean, you know, the the you know Monday, of course, you know. You know, when we got back, you know, it, that, that, that's a recover Monday. Okay. Tuesday, they're, they're going to have a, they'll have a nameless, rankless debriefing on the film. Watch mm-hmm. it see what, because you got to be honest with what's going on. And then those that are able will still run to get some conditioning in. You know, the others will, will continue to rehab to try to get better. Wednesday, you do, you do the same thing. All right. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're gone okay. for the players. I mean, they're gone. They need to be out of there. And the right. coaches too. Look, this has been a long stretch. Yeah. It's been a very long stretch, and, and, and they, need, they need to refresh because when you come back, you understand what's on the line. Mm-hmm. You understand what's on the line. I, I'm going to give you an example of when I coached here, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with this year right. because that has nothing to do with it, but I got a microphone so I can say what I want to. <laughs> we started off one time when I was here 0-6 yeah. after some really good years. Started off 0-6. So we came back to the, for the open date. It was a different world back then. We said, get out of here. When they brought back, we're starting this season all over. One, eight out of the next ten. Now, we didn't have the injuries that this team had. Right. This team is overcoming not only two disappointing weeks. They're over, they're, they're, they need, again, I will say this again, put this in quotation marks for Coach Mack. You need to get your dudes back. Yeah. That's what will help us the most. Mm-hmm. Yep. Appreciate that, Coach Mack. Get healthy. I love it. Yep. Coach Mack brought to you by Farm Bureau. I know you love those guys. They're the best. I mean, Randy Wilmore and Farm Bureau Health Plans, I mean, they, they are the absolute best. I mean, Jane Ann, I, I can talk about all of them. When I came in and they kind of adopted me and brought me into what they do, I mean, first of all, what they do with their health care is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know zero about it. 
I know it's good for me. Yeah. That's right. I know it's good for me <laughs> that's, at, that's a, what at, matters. A, at a very at a very good price. If I'm yeah. real health plans, Coach Mac's all about them. There yeah. you go. There's your, there's your endorsement right there. That's all <laughs> I need to hear. Yes. All right, Coach Mac, thank you so much. Uh, go enjoy your dinner and your bye week. And I we'll will. see you next week. I will. Thanks, guys. This has been a real treat being in here with you. I know. You, Coach Mac. It's happen more often. Well, I know now that you're real people again and not just a voice on the phone. <laughs> yeah, we miss We're you. We're tired of seeing the cutouts, man. Don, That's good, right. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, Coach. Call them play by kids. play. I love that. Yes. I love yeah, that. I got my tips from the GOAT, Mike Keith, so and your, should be good. And your spotter's going to be? Ron Slade. Hey, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. What a team. Oh, yeah. See, See you, ya. Coach Mac. All right, All right 3HL. Back. Austin Huff is back with his rant after this break. Stick around. Welcome back in here on this Wednesday. Don Davenport, Ron Slay, Joe Hunk behind the glass. Brent Doherty is off, but we do have Austin Yo. Huff. Austin Huff with, uh, oh, it's going to be a dad any day now. Yo, Huff. I'll yeah. away the gender, too. But I, yeah, I um, told him he's not allowed to say that. Yeah, she told what, the way. gender? You can say the gender. Oh, no, okay. It's a little girl. A little Huff girl, baby. Yeah. A little yeah. girl. You're <laughs> done, Hashtag girl Huff. dad. You yeah. are done. Uh, I, at Corked Bats, by the way, is Austin Huff. Yeah, are you ready for this? Not in the least bit. W- no. At what age do they start dating? Because that's the way I'm, I'm really <laughs> Listen, I'm licensed, Huff. Just call me, man. I'm, let me make sure oh I'm at gosh. the door. Huff, I'm at the door, dog. Huff, I'm going to let you yeah. know my son's three. He says that he's got himself a girlfriend at school right now. Oh, so. geez. It just it gets younger and younger. Yeah. I feel like at my age, we weren't dating until we were at least four. <laughs> Maybe that was just you, Huff. Yeah, like, like running rampant. Yes. Yeah, um, hey, so we know, like you're, you're obviously you're a big Titans guy. Like, mm-hmm. where are you on where this? I know it's the bye week, but where are you mentally with this team? My goodness, oh, <laughs> how much time do you got? I know, right? <laughs> I, I look. I didn't. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Um, <laughs> But I, I would be remiss if I didn't start off by saying, hey, happy first day of Dehember. Oh, nice. Dehember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. uh, rest unfortunately, in, he ain't rest, rest in peace, in Derek. December. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh my yeah gosh, he won't... He's on IR. He's not dead. No, he's not dead. I just want him to rest peacefully. That's yes. all. That's yes. all I want. Uh, but no, it's <laughs> this is a tough tough month i i hope he gets back i hope he comes back this month that would be awesome and a fitting end to the uh to the year but um guys if you remember a few weeks ago i came on this very radio show and uh and and i talked about how the titans were changing the narrative um you know no longer could teams say oh injuries are the problem Uh, the injuries are why we're not good because the titans were proving that wrong they they not only surpassed the 2020 49ers and the 2019 Dolphins as the most injured team in the history of football in week 12 that's not even that's not hyperbole at all like they 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 legitimately surpassed those two teams to to claim that feat but they were doing so while winning and well since that take uh the Titans are uh 0 and 2 so I'm here <laughs> to say I take it all back <laughs> all right Father Time is undefeated, but his brother, Uncle Injury, has a pretty good record as well. 
right? Every time I swipe open my phone, it seems like the Titans are facing another injury. Let me read you some names of guys who are currently on IR. David Long Jr., Greg Maben, Rashawn Evans, Tayer Tart, Ola Adaini, Nate Davis, Jeremy McDickles, and my pride. Uh, you can't forget Julio Jones, Dane Crookshank, Chris Jackson, and my ego. What about A.J. Brown, Bud Dupree, Monty Rice, and all of my hope and joy? Oh, and there's Marcus Johnson, Darrington Evans, Rashad Weaver, Cam Batson, Caleb Farley, and every ounce of optimism I have. And of course, Cork Bat's pride and joy, Derek Lamar Henry Jr. And uh, then just this week, we learned Jack Rabin Jenkins is injured. Hey, welcome to the club, man. Which I, that that injury really sucks because it's like, who's going to miss all those tackles now? No, you <laughs> shut up. All right. Look, I said a couple of weeks ago, if the Predators coined the term Smashville, the Titans need to coin the term Mashville. All right. I guarantee you St. Thomas Medical Center doesn't currently have as many injured people as the Titans roster does right now. Mr. Glass from Unbreakable thinks the Titans are fragile. Like the Titans injury report every week is a damn CVS receipt. Most college graduations don't have the, a list of names that long. You could read through all seven Harry Potter books before getting through that injury report. It's only a matter of time before Schefter reports T-Rack is out for this season too. I saw a graph yesterday, guys, that showed all 32 NFL teams, and it measured the number of players from every team that have been active for every game in 2021 so far. Now, the top teams were the Bengals and Chiefs, who have had 32 players active for every game this season. Then the next teams on the list were the Bills, Rams, and Eagles, they all of which have 31. Uh, and you're probably wondering, okay, well, where are the Titans on this list? They are dead last with, do you guys want to take a guess how many players have made it through the entire season or have been active for every, every week this season? I think we just talked about it earlier, yep. so what? we know the number. But You, you know the number? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 13. Yeah. 13 right is the 13. number. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> only 13 Titans have been active for every single game this season. That's Ryan Tannehill and only a dozen other dudes. The <laughs> Titans have more guys on IR right now than have dressed every Sunday. <laughs> the next closest team is the Cardinals with 18. I mean – Hell, watching this team the last two weeks has felt like watching a scout team. And if anyone knows scout teams, it's me, all right? Almost every single guy <laughs> on offense was unemployed like a month ago, all right? That's what you get with the most injured team in the history of the NFL. Now, look, am I worried? Not quite. The sky isn't falling, which is a good thing because if it were, it would probably fall on a Titan leading to another IR trip. But let's all have some perspective, okay? Despite all the injuries, this Titans team is still eight and four. They have the three seed in the conference, have a, a considerable lead in the division, and they have a very favorable stretch, uh, favorable schedule down the stretch. But there's no use crying injury because no one cares about the Titans injuries. Anyway. Injuries in the NFL are like the Spotify year in review post you see this time of year. People will post it, but no one cares as much as you do. OK, so there's no use crying that the Titans are injured. I believe the late Floyd Reese used to say it best. Just get us to the playoffs. Because there, anything can happen. And for the Titans, by then it should be like the final scene of every Power Rangers episode. All of the players will return from injury and form together to create one giant Megazord. And then they'll also have Derrick Henry, who's also a Megazord. But again, look, Father Time is undefeated, okay? But Uncle Injury also has a 
pretty damn good record. If Father Time is winning the Super Bowl every year, and he is because Father Time is Tom Brady, then his brother, Uncle Injury, is at very least the Packers. Like, he may not be undefeated, but he'll lose in the NFC Championship every year. All right? So I'd like to publicly apologize. Here I thought the Titans were better than Injuries, but that's like thinking you're more powerful than the sun, the bleeping sun, okay? Uncle Injuries, allow me to apologize on behalf of all of Titans Nation, allow me just to say we respect you, okay? This whole time I thought the Titans were cockroaches. You could not kill them. But this past two weeks proved there's one bug who can, and that's the injury bug. And damn it, do we need some raid. Oh, yes. Austin Hub. Just get us to the playoff. Just get us there, please. (laughs) Good stuff, Austin. Hey, good luck. If we uh, Thank you. Just in case it happens before your next visit with us. Good luck to you. Are you ready? Have Have you prepped mentally for a new baby? No, I just plan on once this baby comes, I'm going to put my cell phone IR. That's probably. (laughs) Are you going to watch? (laughs) Oh, gosh. No, no, no. I've seen enough of those like birthing videos and birthing classes to where, no, I'm done watching. I, yeah. No, thank you. Well, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch this Titans injured (laughs) offense right now. (laughs) Yes. You'd rather watch the practice squad. Try and play off. Right, right. Um, all right. Thanks, Austin. Well, we are thinking of you and happy for you and your wife. And good luck to you guys. Thank you, guys. I all right. It. Austin Hoff at Court Bats. You can find him on Twitter, on Instagram. I think it's at Court Bats too because they got booted. So yeah. um, there you go. Uh, we will be back for the four o'clock hour here on 3HL. Coming up right after this, stick around.